0: No, brother.
1: Another episode of the Cat Club podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. Today's show brought to you by Bossy Girls Pinup Joint, 2598 North High Street in Columbus. It's a trashy, classy hangout for local musicians, burlesque dancers, comedians, and entertainers from all walks of life. They have a great selection of beer, whiskey, tasty sandwiches, locally roasted coffee, and free Wi Fi. They're open seven days a week. Give them a call at 614 725 725. Five four zero two. I'm your host Rick Deffen. With me this week, we have the uh, the daily resident court jester, and that is Patrick Baracus. Patrick is the lead singer, principal songwriter.
2: Maybe I don't know uh, lyrics lyric wise. Lyr- Lyr- it's, it's collaborative lyrics. effort, but I usually uh, <laughs> um, come up with the drug idol. Local lyrics. Lyrics. Columbus
1: band Babachoco. Choco. <clears throat> and for those of you that don't know what Babachoco Choco means, look it up, kids. Indeed, well, learn your pop
2: culture. Can we say what it is on the air? Rick, uh, Can we say, or what? is that like I a? Oh, did you did you did you recognize the Bava Choco? I, I, I didn't. I'm okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, before we get into that, okay, the third voice that everybody's hearing is our good friend, friend of the show, friend of Music in Motion Columbus, Dustin Reinhardt.
3: Hey, hey, what's up?
1: Lead singer, guitarist for local Columbus rockers Daymare yes sir seen you guys a couple times now
3: couple times now couple times yeah you gave us a a nice review the first time
1: (laughs) you earned that review thank you very much I will will have you know you earned that review um but uh anyway the Choco. I'll let you guys Uh, expand the minds of our listeners
2: absolutely we'll get this out of the way because you know this is Daymare's time I really want to hear some uh, but uh Bava Choco is, uh, if you go back to Pulp Fiction, um, when, uh, Mr. Travolta is coming in, Vincent is coming in to buy some, uh, some refreshments, if you will, uh, from Eric Stoltz, uh, there's some things laid out on the bed, and the two brands, uh, well, he's out of Panda, but then, uh, there's Bava and there's Choco, and, uh, you know what, so we just combined the two, Baba Choco, and, uh, <clears throat> our records are actually Tarantino-like, because it's a bunch of just crazy stories intertwined, so, there you go, that's a little, uh, little pop culture nugget for the, uh fans of the podcast.
3: I'm kind of sad I didn't get it, because that's actually my favorite movie. Right like, I can't believe I didn't pick up on that. It, it's, a,
2: it's a little snippet in there, but a very important part. A very important part. It plays a pretty Indeed. important role. Yes, it does. It's all about the smash. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But, we
1: digress. We're here to talk about Daymare. Absolutely. Columbus Rockers. I like that. I like that sound. Mm-hmm. Columbus <laughs> Rockers. R-A-W-K-E-R-S. Rockers. You could. Is that is that pronounced. is one way to say it. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> um, you've had a few shows recently over the last couple of months. Tell us a little bit about them. How they go for
3: you? Uh, we played uh, Rumba Cafe with uh, our friends in Cadaver Dogs, and uh, had some uh, folks in from out of town on that one. And then we also had uh, in Bokeh, which is one of my favorite bands from here in town. Kind of have a uh, if remember remembers a band from the '90s called Failure. I don't know if uh, any either of you guys are familiar, but. I, I have to jump in. In bouquet like, reminds in bouquet. me a little okay. bit of them.
1: Uh, what I got, because I, I, I was at that show mm-hmm. at, at the rumble where, where you opened up for, this, for uh, the cadaver Dogs, and In bouquet opened up the show, Four mm-hmm. Mans on the Bell. Uh, what I got from them was a Buzzcocks meet post-grunge rock.
3: Yeah, I guess that would be where the, the similarity to the band Failure would come in, like the post-Grunge rock. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't even think Buzzcocks. That's an interesting, interesting they had, comparison. They, they just
2: had
1: had uh, uh, this vibe. Not all of their songs, but, but better than half of them had just a Buzzcocks vibe. Yeah. Now, I'm a little older, so I think <laughs> older bands a lot of times. But that's okay. Um, that is that
3: absolutely fine.
1: Um, So it was a good show for you guys.
3: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a bad Matter night fact, th-
1: that was a show, if I remember correctly You didn't have your leather jacket I did not You wore a denim jacket I for wore, that show Yeah,
3: I wore this, I know y'all can't see it But oh, I wore wow. the denim jacket that I'm wearing right now, actually
1: It's a lovely shade of blue It is For our listeners It is um, Other live shows you have coming up? Um,
3: there's a couple this summer that I can't quite talk about yet So you know those are always <laughs> going to be fun hush hush Yeah
2: I know how that goes
3: Yeah but um, then we have a couple of things coming up. I believe in September and the fall, and we should have some uh, some out of town slash out of state stuff finalized within the next couple of weeks for the summertime. Oh,
0: nice. Um, but yeah, nice. No,
3: nothing confirmed as of as of right now. But um, yeah, we should be uh, getting in the van and, and going a few places here soon.
1: Very good. Now, I have to give your drummer a Our, little a little bit of a hard time for not being here today. <laughs> oh yeah, Austin should have been here. Yep. Um, but you and Austin go way back, right? If I remember correctly,
3: um, we've been in a few different bands together, we've probably known each other, um, uh, I'd say about a decade now. Wow, um we played and we first met in let's see what was it 2008 <clears throat> and we met through the uh the myspace classifieds <laughs> yeah that was a thing um once upon a time i had been playing music forever and so had he and i had decided that i was going to try to maybe take up a cover gig um for some extra cash and to broaden my chops and and just do some different shit and um got a hold of him through that i put an ad out like bass player for hire or whatever in a cover band and he had he hit me back and and we ended up joining a cover band together called pirate radio that we were in for a number of years and then um after that fizzled out we didn't didn't really talk a whole lot for a couple of years got back together when i was in a punk band called the garrison Um, i was playing bass in that band we lost our drummer i was like hey i know this guy used to play with him in the cover band he's really good brought him in so him and i kind of reconnected being in that punk band after a few years of not really talking very much um and then as circumstances would have it we ended up being roommates and we were both still in the garrison um, but we started working on music on the side and just kind of doing it at home and you know he had gotten you know cubase and a, a you know electronic drum kit and you know we had a couple of mics so we had enough to at least make some demos Um, no real pressure no real expectations but we started making these demos they started becoming what are you know are some of the the songs that we still play in Daymare a couple of them anyway Um, and we're like well we're I think we're starting something aren't we like we didn't really go into this like with that with that plan or that intention at all but you know we would record something one night and then he would mix it for a day or two and then bring it to me and like you know with they, we'd start saying things like oh well when we're you know when we put this out or when we do this and when we do that it's like oh okay this is just kind of the natural progression of things like so we didn't go into it like we're starting a band so it, i like the way that it naturally started right. with no kind of preconceived
2: notion of where it was going to go now, Patrick, you've seen Daymare before. You? you know what I've heard Daymare. Actually, I got introduced to them the old fashioned way. I heard them on the radio. Way. Yeah, it's the, 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 the very rare to hear anyone say that. So it was I cool. like that uh, terrestrial radio. Terrestrial radio. Not wow. any. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, this band's good as hell. And um, that was even better to find out they were a local band. So uh, yeah, I had the uh, old fashioned 1950s, 60s way of coming up and hearing a band and getting introduced to them, and then uh, listening to some of their stuff online and thought it would be pretty cool to come in here and, hear and uh, get to hear a little more about the band today. Cool man. Well, thank you very much.
1: Um, now there is a there is a backstory on the video for "Bleed Out," which we're going to play. Bleed out. We're going to play a couple of songs today on the show, um, but "Bleed Out." Um, there's a little backstory on that, and our readers. I'll put the link to to uh, our in-depth interview that we did because mm-hmm. you kind of really went over the backstory on that and on the video on the video yeah. uh, of where it is. So. Uh, for those of you curious, after watching the video for "Bleed Out" by Daymare, and you want to know the backstory of where it was filmed and the mess that that place was, you'll have to read the article. I'll put the link on the on the page along with the uh, with the podcast uh, today. So, what bands excite you right now? What, what bands? Oh, what local bands? Local bands. Local bands. Local being Columbus and Central Ohio. Hmm. What what local bands? excite you right now that you're like okay i gotta go see these guys or this band or that band whatever
3: Mm, let's see coincidentally we just played a show with them but cadaver dogs are always one of my favorites around here um their live shows are nuts everybody knows that they're always a good time um and also friendly foe who we just did the uh the blitz thing with they're they're a band that i enjoy quite a bit and they they hadn't played out in i don't think a, a year or so before last saturday when you saw us um so it was good to see those dudes out I was kind of, I was, yeah, I always enjoyed their band quite a bit. Um, Hello Luna, who just played also on that show. Um, they're an, a newer band that, that, uh, they're pretty exciting. They're doing some cool things. I feel like.
1: Hello Luna is always going to hold a special place mm-hmm. in, in the heart of music and motion Columbus. That, that was the, the first band interview we did on the site back in January when we launched, uh, very first week that we launched, uh, did a uh, an in depth piece with uh with them that was it uh, was really good. And I, I really dig their music anyway. I mean, you know me, I like all kinds of music. As sure. as it goes. Um
2: How about you, Patrick? Any bands exciting you right now? Uh locally? Yeah. Um you know, I, we mentioned Nimbo K. We were talking about them a little. I saw them this summer really and I, I totally see uh the failure comparison we were talking about of digging them. Um you know, I've I go way back. I've been in Columbus and bands for like the last 20 years, so it's always cool to see um, some. I, we're playing with the Bush League All Stars in a couple weeks, who are just the Spurgeon Brothers, who always play something loud, something real good. So I'm getting pumped for that. Uh, um, and then I'm I really digging all the Daymare stuff I hear. So I think I think it's a good time. I think rock and roll is making a little bit bit of a comeback, which is good. I like loud guitars. I like uh, venues being open to giving that. Uh, uh, a place, so I, th- I think it's a good time right now for Columbus music. Oh, well, it's
1: uh, the guitars coming back, and and more venues obviously, obviously locally um, than there were even twenty years ago uh, here in Columbus. Uh, and that was something that that Baylor Chromepatcher, uh, founder of Anyway Records here in Columbus, him and I had you know we, we had a, a nice long couple hour chat over coffee uh, for an in depth. Uh, Friday Spotlight piece with him, that he, he brought that up. Guitar, Guitars are making a comeback, and, and there's more <clears throat> venues now to play in.
3: I feel like that's a cyclical thing, honestly, right. though, with yeah. guitars. I mean, I, I feel like that comes around, you know, I've only been around 35 years, but I feel like it comes around once every, what, 20 or so sure, years? Sure, sure. Like, oh, rock's dead, guitar music <laughs> is dead, you know, what was it in, the you know, the 70s and the 80s, all the new wave synth stuff like that, you know, guitar was dead then, and then of course it came back, and it was, it was what, it was, it was grunge at that time, you know, yeah. at least, I'm talking about at least like commercially,
1: yeah.
2: never wave, really goes away, but.
1: supposedly at the time signaled the death of punk rock and rock and roll and everything else, and everybody has to have synthesizers now, and mm-hmm. it, it lasted for really less than a decade. Yeah.
3: And there's a lot of that going on right now too. There's a lot of you know synth pop type stuff that's really you know that's really popular at Absolutely. the moment. And you know teach their own, and that's cool. But
1: <laughs> everything is everything is cyclical. Uh, it, it it really is. But you know um, you take what you can and and you enjoy what you can when you can, and then hope it comes back around again. Uh, which is which is what I've always done. I mean I've, I've watched I don't know how many different cycles of rock and roll go through in my lifetime. Uh, but we have to take our first break. So Patrick Barakas and Dustin Reinhardt and myself will be back on the other side. We have to pay some bills right now. Play a song from the Daymare EP, Parapanis EP. We get some stories on some of the songs. You're listening to the Cat Club Podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network.
2: If it's too loud, you're too old and probably need to be wearing adult diapers When you work late nights in dark, repulsive
1: conditions you probably expect to get paid They don't There are thousands of hard-working, underpaid men and women in your city right now They're called
2: musicians Any given night of the week, they put themselves on the line for you and your drunk friends The problem? You're not even there The beer he got paid with tonight will never keep him warm. That guitar she still owes 12
1: payments on will never love her back. You can help. Go to your local dive bar right now. Pay the cover charge. Sit down with one of
2: these outcasts and put yourself in their shoes. Take one home. Hell, take two if you want. Support local music. Sleep with a musician
1: tonight. Without you, all we have left are ballads. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? And we're back. New and improved. The sweetest smelling podcast in the world. The Cat Club Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Gethin. With me, the court jester, Patrick Barakas. Greetings. And salutations. Absolutely. And Dustin Reinhardt from Daymare.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, sir. On this
1: beautiful Sunday afternoon. I mean, it was frost on the windshields this morning, but it's nice out right now, so we can't complain. But we must talk about the EP. The eponymous EP, self-titled, released September of 2016. Uh, six-track EP... Refresh my memory about why you didn't want to do a full album.
3: Well, I think it all just came down to time constraints at the at the time. We wanted to get this thing out. We had our release show booked. We had you know we had a deadline that we had to meet, and um, we'd only had you know a certain amount of studio time booked where we were. So we actually did record a couple of more songs than that ended up, uh, but we ended up cutting them, and just because you know when you're under that tu- you know when you're under that gun of like getting it done in time you start to cut you start to cut corners and then there's certain things that you listen to later that you might not necessarily be happy with but damn you're not there anymore you can't go back and change it Um, so there are a couple of outtakes on that but um, those were the the strongest songs that we had at the time and the the EP believe it or not was actually released earlier than that I think that's the date that Bandcamp puts on it or something for whatever odd reason but it actually came out in January but uh, January 2016 yeah yeah yeah, my bad no all good all good um, but yeah we did that with um, I'll blend
1: it on yeah. this nice cold frosty beverage from Four String Absolutely, Cheers. <laughs> Dan if you're <laughs> listening <laughs> <laughs> we love you Dan there we go <laughs> um, anyway I didn't mean to interrupt no, there no
3: it's all good um, but yeah we did the EP um, down around Dayton Ohio with a guy named Micah Carley who used to play guitar in uh, Hawthorne Heights mm-hmm. um, he's an engineer and producer now and has a studio down there in loads and loads of guitar amps total arsenal of gear that we were all just we were like kids in a candy store playing with everything we we used so many different amp heads on all of these songs i don't even remember which ones are on which songs at this point so uh so yeah all in all the the ep turned out great we're happy with it but we'll be even happier when we get some new music out uh, within the coming months well that ep i mean it, it it showed that
1: you you have some depth I mean there's there's obviously that, that rocker, the bleed out, and that was the one that got the most airplay mm-hmm. uh over the last year. Both on C D one two point five and uh also ninety-nine seven The Blitz, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that one got got some good airplay, uh that way. But there's some slower songs on there. Um I don't wanna say more melodic, not ballads, really. Uh but it, it does show a depth that, that the band has that uh really you have to show because if you if all your songs sound the same on an album you know you're going to buy it once and then probably not go back to the band so
3: unless you're ACDC that's like the one <laughs> exception to yes. the rule
1: that is true that is true if it ain't but great, then again, don't fix it oh, man. then again i don't think there's ever going to be anybody that has the voice of bon scott the way he was able to just emote with his with his vocals you may be right. People have tried. That. People have tried. Someone's mm-hmm. trying right now. Yes. Yeah. And
3: Brian Johnson tried for a long time. <laughs> and sure. now Axel Rose is trying. He
2: is trying. <laughs> the rumor is they're writing a record. So you know I'm not gonna get into it too much, but I'm I'm an Axel apologist, so that's uh we could do a couple of hours know, on I, that. Don't get me wrong. I really do like
1: A C D C you know, stuff with Brian Johnson, but I'm really a Bon Scott fan. Sure, you know. Plus, the album art back then was just way better than the newer stuff, the way it goes um, now. But the first song that we're going to play today is a song called Leaves. Um, real quickly, what should our listeners be feeling when they, when they hear this song?
3: Hmm, interesting. Um, I kind of feel like this song is about, you know, if I could... Just be as crass as possible. Just getting off your ass and and just and doing something before you're too old to do it, and not making excuses if that's really the easiest way to say what this song is about.
1: There you go. So that's that's pretty, it's pretty short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, Yeah. not not too
3: many ten dollars words.
1: That's the way it should be. If you have to overthink a song as a listener, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I lose interest. Okay, what 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 are they trying to say? What are they trying to play? (laughs) What are they trying to tell me? I just don't know. But, for our listeners, here's Leaves
2: from Daymare. (laughs)
1: Leaves by Daymare on the Cat Club podcast. I'm Rick Ethan. With me, Patrick Barakas. Baracus,
2: Baracus, Baracus. Baracus will Baracus. I mean, tomato, tomato, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, but Baracus, if you will. Okay, Bob <laughs> and Dustin Reinhardt from Daymare. Thank you
1: once again for joining us on the show. Um, while the, while the song was playing, uh, you did inform me that Austin Spears, the drummer. Mm-hmm. That was one of the songs that he wrote the lyrics to. Yes. Seeing as he's not here to tell us the backstory <laughs> on it, we'll have to have him back on the show. Um, but what goes through your mind when, when you're writing a song? I mean, do the lyrics come to you first? Does the melody come to you first when when, when you're writing a song yourself?
3: When I'm writing, it's usually music first. It's usually music and, and some form of a melody first before the words ever come. Um there's songs that will have music done for for months um before i actually put real lyrics to them everyone hates that but you know i can't force myself to sit down and do it it's got to come at the right time so if it comes that day cool if it doesn't come for two or three months after the fact then that's cool too
1: (laughs) it works is do you find songwriting uh an easy process for you
3: it comes in waves it comes in waves i feel like i'm I'm either hot or cold when it comes to, when it comes to writing. I'm never like in between. Like I know people that sit down and they're like, I try to write a song a day or a song a week or a song every other every other day or whatever. And I'm just I'm not that prolific. I wish that I was. You know, I wish I was Ryan Adams. I wish I had like or Rivers Cuomo or Prince. I wish I had you know, 500 songs in a vault somewhere that you know. I but um, I've written
1: one song in my life. Hey man, that's that was in like '94, and it was just the lyrics. Do you still play it? I've got to, uh, <laughs> after the show today, I'll play it for you. Fantastic. Uh, this, is going, this is going back to, like I said, '94 when I wrote the song, when I was a roadie with a touring band. And the lead guitarist pulled out a 12 string one night at like 2 in the morning. We were in their home studio. And he laid down the tracks, and, you know, I wrote the lyrics. And it's my one claim to fame. It's been recorded a song.
3: Might as well write a few more.
1: It's a pretty cheesy song, <laughs> yeah, you
0: know,
1: but it's a hopeful song, aren't a they? Song all? filled with hope. Uh, but I, I just found it. I, I could not become a songwriter myself. Never thought about it, but it was like as I was writing that one, it's like I kept going back and like trying to fix things, and oh, this doesn't work. And instead of just being okay mm-hmm. with
3: it, and that's the hardest part, man. If you if you you asked me if whether it was an easy or a difficult process, it's easy if you just kind of sit down and let go and let whatever comes out out it's hard if you if you're second guessing yourself and you're crossing out every other line and then it then it just goes to hell for, for me usually
1: yeah i mean that was the thing with with that song that i wrote it was just the verses came easily enough it was you know the chorus and the bridge didn't quite fit and my ocd kicked in and it was <laughs> like uh you know and i spent like four months strewn around with that thing but what about you Patrick?
2: Uh, I'm I think I follow right in line that I mean, a quality over quantity is a big thing for me. I want if I'm gonna work on something, I want it to be my new favorite song that I've worked on. So I'm a big believer in not every idea needs to be a song. There's a bunch of ideas, a bunch of riffs, but I don't I don't really waste time in working with the band to flesh something out if after like the first couple minutes of hearing it I'm just not seeing it going anywhere. So we so. can
1: safely say that you are not an acolyte of Robert Pollard. I've got it by No, ones. no, well, you know <laughs> He's got
2: his own, but he also kind of just gets right to the point. He doesn't He doesn't even repeat uh, choruses most of the time. Just does his one course. So he's kind of, he's he's on the fringe of the same belief system. He just doesn't, he just he politically puts out small ideas. And
1: that That's is true. So. That is very true. We have another break. We'll come back on the other side with more Daymare. World of Beer. Proudly serving every beer a gas station doesn't. 500 of the world's finest beers, great live music, and no wrong choices. World of Beer. Beer as you have never experienced
2: it before.
0: Hi, Tombo Dad, using this streaming music format to fulfill my
1: lifelong dream of being a 50s radio DJ. Here goes. Hey, guys and gals, this is Tombo spinning the platters that matter at number six on your motel dial. Get a clean, comfy pad for the best deal you ever had. Just say, we'll leave the light on for you, the phrase that pays... (laughs) Less. Man, that was fun. Book now at Motel6.com or on your smartphone. I'm Tom Bodett, and we'll leave the light on for you.
0: Wednesday, Thursday,
1: on Friday, <laughs> every night's a good night at World of Beer with nightly specials and live music. You want to leave that calendar wide open? World of Beer. Your plans just changed. If it rocks. <laughs> It rocks Here And we're back The Cat Club Podcast Segment 3 With me, Rick Devin The Court Jester Patrick Barakas And our special Special guest Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare. Dustin, we have to know what what's I, I guess in the offering or in, in the cards for the rest of 2017 for Daymare. Um, not just shows, but but recording. Um, as Patrick cracks open another four string,
2: Dan. <laughs>
1: Dan, once again. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the for the rest of the year, I mean, do you have plans to? release another ep release a full length release a single do another video you know tell us what's going on with the with the band
3: uh recording a single is the next thing recording and releasing the new single we actually start recording this week um so that should be out i would imagine what is it starting april Mm -mm. let's say mid to late june on that because okay. it should coincide with something else cool that I can't talk about yet. Um, <laughs> You're such a tease. <laughs> Sorry, man.
2: You say mid to late June? <laughs> uh,
3: mid to late June. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, and and yeah, there's probably going to be an EP to go along with that. But we really just we really wanted to concentrate on recording and releasing a single, getting a new music video together for that, taking that one to radio again, um, seeing you know how many you know. Seeing if we can get it on that five spot again on two and and get it on on regular rotation that would be amazing, um, but what's really really cool is we're starting a whole DIY recording process. Uh, we just got some new gear that is going to enable us to record live drums ourselves. Oh, so uh, nice. yeah, so it, nice. on all of the da- the things that you're hearing off the EP right now are the ones that we did with Micah Carly, but everything before that was done. By ourselves um, at home with an electronic kit, just because we lack the ability to, you know, to record live drums. Now, with now that we have that, we're going to be able to do it totally ourselves. It's going to be self-sufficient, not have to watch the clock in a studio, and it's going to be it's going to be great. We can't wait to get started on that this week.
1: Now, when you when you worked with Micah Carley, um, and for, uh, there might be some of our listeners who don't know who this person is, mm-hmm. um, was with Hawthorne Heights, right? Has his own studio in Troy, Correct. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Is that where you worked with him? Was yes, that the studio in, in Troy, yep. Popside Studio. Yes,
3: at Popside Recording.
1: The Reason I just that's fresh in my mind is uh, Smug Brothers just released their latest album last Friday. Right And, on. and recorded that at Popside with Micah Carley.
3: Yeah, so. he's it's a it's a great studio, man. Mike is a great engineer. Highly recommend it.
1: And he's you know and he's recording Ohio artists. That he is keeping it, keeping it in the family, the Buckeye family. I guess. I don't know if I'm quite yet a Buckeye. Been here what 12, 13 years now. Don't you
3: have to be born here or something? Uh, okay. yeah, like, I mean, I'm like not. I, in, I'm not into it, man. Like I don't follow sports or anything. But like I, I keep, feel, I feel I like, like unless you're, you're born in, in like, Ohio, or, like, I mean, keep, I'll check
2: uh, the rules, or guidelines. <laughs> I don't know where for that falls. There's an article I think that does say oh, about okay. being born, but we can we can look into that. <clears throat> Most definitely,
1: you, you need to let me know. Then again. You can take the kid out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the kid. So, I'm always going to be a New Yorker at heart. But I do love Columbus. I love Ohio. I love the city. Uh, it's a wonderful city. Um, but getting back to to uh, what you're doing, you, you said you're going to be doing a single. Right. Right. Um, do you have a... Even though you're going to record it this week, do you have a, a, a tentative release date?
3: Um... No, <laughs> whenever it's done. <laughs> when it's done, it's done. I can't commit to that right now. But um, yeah, like like I said, probably mid to late June, everything will, will probably come to fruition at that point.
1: Okay. And last last year in December, just before Christmas, I believe. Just before Christmas. You released a three-song, almost acoustic almost. EP called Kill Me. Right. Uh, Letting It Go, Needles, and Kill Me are the three tracks on that album. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Do you you plan on maybe doing another acoustic or or almost acoustic EP at some time in the future?
3: Oh, sure. I mean, definitely not ruling it out. There's no concrete plans to do that right now. But we actually had a lot of fun doing that. We did it pretty quickly. Um, We did it just Austin and I in in our basement and recorded everything. Just like how we did our our demos, like I was explaining earlier with the the V-drums and everything. So um, that song Needles, and um, well, actually, yeah, Needles... We've been playing that out live, the full band version, the loud rock version, for a really long time, but we ha- it hasn't seen a proper release. Uh, but a lot of folks at the shows, that's like one of the songs that they sing along to, ironically, and it's not out anywhere. So we're like, well, let's do an acoustic version for this for this EP, and uh, it's been received pretty well. So
1: that's good. I mean, I enjoyed. It. I listened to it. Um, really enjoyed it. It was just kind of a different take, sure, from the band.
3: Oh yeah, it's very mellow comparatively.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean. The 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 Davy E P it really is a rocker. Although the next song we're playing
3: is, is one of the probably mm. the
1: mellower most, most mellow of the six tracks.
3: I would say would it's the use? it's the lightest moment on the E P for sure.
1: But it still has a heaviness to it
3: though. It does. It does.
1: You know, but it's not a ballad. And it sure as shit isn't a power ballad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the closest thing we have to a power ballad right now, so
1: the return of the power
2: ballad, Patrick. D- did it ever leave, really? No, did it ever leave?
3: <laughs> I'm not opposed to it, man. I watched a lot of Headbangers Ball when I was a kid. Absolutely. So So, you know, if it comes back, I'm, I'm totally cool with it.
1: Dude. <laughs> quick story before we get into your song. And I'm, I'm real quick. 1984, Groome County Arena, Binghamton, New York, Twisted Sisters Stay Hungry Tour. Oh, yeah. Filmed the video for their ballad, Power Ballad. The price, I'm in it for like a third of a second.
3: You need to have that as a GIF on your homepage and just have it just <laughs> on repeat. On a, on
1: a loop. Yeah. But <clears throat> we need to get back to the music. Here's "Had of Fire from Damier from their eponymous EP on the Cat Club podcast. Enough. We have the songwriter in studio with us, Dustin Reinhardt <laughs> from Daymare, uh, Daymare. You wrote "Had a Fire." Give us, give us the backstory on, on that song. How did it come about? What was your thought process? What was going through your mind when you wrote that song?
3: Mm, I had had a um, a failed move to California that happened back in um, early 2010 and um i came back from that and it was just this whole big chaotic thing that if i got into we'd be here all day but um i hadn't written any new music for a while i had been kind of a sideman for somebody for a while and that that project had been promised to go somewhere with you know no uncertain terms um and the whole thing fell apart and i tried to move to california i found myself back home didn't really have much going at the time had to you know get you know taken to the, another office job, you know, to, to make some money, and sure. so that was, um, that was just the first thing that kind of came out stream of consciousness one day, um, and after I wrote is it, it I ca-
1: auto, autobi- auto, autobiographical, autobi- I can spit that word out here, oh
3: sure, I mean just about everything that I write usually is, um, that song just kind of was like, you know, can I still do this, and you know, that was the first thing that, that, that came out of me after that whole chaotic experience, you know, wondering if I still had it in me to to make more music or write more music. That was really the thought process behind the whole thing.
1: And obviously, luckily enough <laughs> for us that are fans of the band, fans of your sound, you did have it in you to write more music.
3: Well thank you. You
1: know. I'm looking forward to your new stuff. A single? I mean, yeah, that's that's teasing me. <laughs> One new song. Right. Okay. I I can dig it.
3: Yeah, that's the focus for now. I mean, with this new recording process to make sure that we can do it, but then there's going to be plenty more music coming out of that, judging on how this one goes.
1: Now I'm feeling so much better, Patrick. Absolutely. <laughs> so much, so much better that we, that we now know we're going to have more Daymare music. Just because there aren't, there aren't a lot of hard rockers. Even though you guys do have mo- melodic moments and melodic songs, I mean, you're, you're really a hard rock band. Sure. At, least, at least to me I think so in my estimation yeah. um, which doesn't count for much anyway uh, but from what you know what I hear when I listen to your music and, and you know what I take away from it you know it's, it's something that it's been kind of missing in the Columbus scene um, Columbus really embraced that that kind of indie alternative sound mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that
3: no absolutely not
1: um but it just seems like there's way more of those type of bands and all the different little subgenres that go in with indie alternative. I'm I'm lumping everything
3: together. Oh yeah, I mean we thought we were going to be too heavy for 1025 or we like there's no there's no reason for us to take our single there because it would be better suited at, you know, the Blitz or somewhere else, but it was, you know, surprisingly the reception was great from that crowd. And, you know, judging by, you know, what judging by their playlist and, you know, what most of their listeners are into, we were really pleasantly surprised about that
1: and I would have thought Bleed Out was a little bit too heavy for for the alternative station for cd Two Point Five. obviously it fits right in with 97 or uh, 99.7 the Blitz mm-hmm. um, and their format the hard rock and, and the metal and whatnot. Uh, but Had a Fire which we just played that to me seems like that would really fit on CD102.5 One not that Bleed Out doesn't
3: oh no not at all yeah I mean that's you yeah. know, that's an idea. <laughs> that's
1: an idea. Randy Malloy, if you're listening, mm-hmm. we're going to come down there and hold you to it. Get Head of Fire on the Air by Game Air.
2: Call no? and request it, yes. yes,
1: call and request it.
2: Request they they, listen. they, they have, listen. They
3: have it. You just have to call and request it.
1: Unfortunately, I don't have their phone number right in front of me. Otherwise, <laughs> I would. Got- I would give that out to our listeners. But hey, it's it's the digital age we live in. Everybody has a smartphone. Look it up.
3: I believe it's 614-221-1025. There you go. I believe that's it. And if you text 68683, believe it or not that doesn't work anymore.
2: It doesn't work anymore? Be-
3: yeah. That we found that out the hard way.
2: But so um oh, that's <laughs> So they're not getting my warrant requests I, I, I wonder why yeah they're if you wonder there. why you're yeah. not hearing
3: Cherry Pie on oh, 102.5 it's because they're not getting his no, that, text
2: requests. that's request. the only reason I'm assuming <laughs> that is the only reason that they have not been playing that lately Jenny
1: Lane and Cherry oh, Pie yep. well Bobby Brown in the video wow it's scary that I actually still remember that um... Which is which is really kind of scary. The
3: video helped me through my formative
2: years. <laughs> I'm sure that it did. <laughs> we won't, well, we, we can go there. It made a man. It <laughs> <of, laughs> made a <laughs> man of a lot of people in our generation. We're That's not a man that today,
1: though. Um, but we have to. Uh, we have to get ready here and, and take our final break of the show. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to play "Bleed Out" because hey, love the rock. Got to play the rock, and then we're going to have a little fun with Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare and go. Five questions deep with you. Oh boy. Not knowing what they are. Uh
0: oh.
1: I'm Rick. He's Dustin. Patrick's on my left. You're right if you're listening. This is the Cat Club Podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. Bud Light presents Real
0: Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. Your true genius combined two of man's favorite things, panties and food. I can taste it now. They're a snack. They're underwear. They're a snack and underwear. Brilliant. Gorgeous grape, rock my world raspberry, bodacious banana. And nothing says I want you like a man with a mouthful of underpants. I so crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. Because thanks to you, when it comes to panties, extra large means extra yummy. Yeah. In Louis, Missouri.
3: We hit a couple of raves last night. It was totally off the hook. I had a couple of Red Bulls. Have you ever had a Red Bull? I never had a Red Bull before, but I had a Red Bull last night. I really like Red Bull.
2: Doesn't Red Bull make you crash pretty hard?
0: No, 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 no. I don't think so. No. Uh, no.
1: We're all about the Red Bull here on the Cat Club podcast. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> Red Bull the night before four-string while we're doing the show. <laughs> Cha-ching, again, Dan. Um, now Red, Red, Bull, Red Bull has gotten me through quite a few nights of, of many bands on a bill, having to be there for five, six, seven hours um, to review shows and, and whatnot. But we're going to play Bleed Out here in just a couple of minutes. Quick story on, on, on Bleed Out. How did that song come about?
3: Um, Bleed Out is a song about... Um, it's a song about self-confidence. Actually, it's about see wishing someone would see themselves the way that you see them. Like they like you can't you can't fathom why this person doesn't have the confidence that they have or how they could ever feel down about their life when it seems like they have such a you know a good thing going on. Um, and you just kind of almost shaking that person and telling them to you know like snap out of it (laughs) and you know see yourself for what you actually are that's kind of the that's the overall message of that song i suppose
1: but so many people don't don't do that
3: that is very true that's the same they
1: see themselves not as as they want to see themselves they see themselves as maybe other people they perceive other people to see them um and you see that in all walks of life.
3: Yeah, I mean, social media is a big, uh, big part of that too. You you curate your your life and your existence you know, how you want to be seen, you know, not necessarily what's the actual day
1: to day. So, oh, that's very you true. Know. Very, very true. Absolutely. Then again, there's people like me who just really don't care.
3: <laughs> and there's that. And I think we <laughs> need more of
0: that. <laughs>
1: At the end of the day, nobody else is paying my bills. Nobody else is is buying the clothes that I wear. So I might as well dress the way I want, dress the way I'm comfortable, you know, do what I want to do. As long as I'm, I, I don't hurt anybody, their per, you know, their, their personal property or, or possessions or anything like that,
2: should be hunky-dory, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't see any problem with that, right? There you mm.
3: go. As long as you're not hurting nobody,
2: no problems at all. At least not intentionally. Exactly. But
1: we went off on a tangent. Time to get back on the bus. Here's Bleed Out by Gamer on the Cat Club Podcast. By Daymare, we have Dustin Reinhardt in the studio
3: Yes, yes. with
1: us today, along with our court jester, resident court jester for the day, Patrick Baragas. Hola. I'm Rick Geffen. It's time to have a little fun. Something, we started it last week with Personal Public when they were in, in the studio here with us, all five of them. So it was like five different answers. So on all one of me. You know, like, <laughs> um, so all one of you and Austin when you listen to this you know
3: you threw me to the wolves man you threw me to
1: the wolves you know well we gotta get him on the show drummers Mm -hmm. drummers drummers I've got drumsticks I can beat him (laughs) over the head with it anyway five questions with Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare question number one if all the world's a stage where does the audience sit?
3: uh <laughs> I didn't know they were going to be this kind of questions. <laughs> They're
2: all over the map. Existential. Existential.
1: Hey, well, you know, it's, it's you never know what to expect from me. I'm not going to throw you a softball.
3: Right, that's true.
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where they sit. Everybody should stand anyway. It's a rock show.
3: That's we're actually that's again. actually the right answer.
1: Ding 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 ding. Question number 2. The first pop video was released in 1975. What was the song and who was it by?
3: In 75?
1: 1975. Oh man. First pop video was released.
3: It wasn't the Bee Gees, was it?
1: No. Incorrect. Oh man. Do I get a hint? Um Thunderbolt and Lightning, very, very Oh, Bohemian
3: Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. Right.
1: Okay. My Queen. Yes, I can remember when that album <laughs> was released, A Night at the Opera.
3: Right, right, right. I had no idea that was the first pop music video. Learn something new every day? That was,
1: that was the first pop video. Um, there, there had been other videos, like Black Sabbath had done like kind of live concert, but not mm-hmm. really a live concert video You know, with the weird Swirling, psychedelic, psychedelic and stuff. porn jams. Yep, yep. Um, Okay, question number three for Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare. Let's
3: see if I do any better going forward here. <laughs>
1: What national holiday does the country of Jamaica celebrate on February
3: 6th? I don't
2: know, Jamaican. I got beat for some of these today. <laughs> yeah, I did not see this coming. Jamaican bobsled team day. Yeah, no, know. no, 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 no. Come on,
1: think about it. Think about it.
2: Uh, Is it music related? Yes. Okay, so let, I, I would imagine Jamaican music... Hmm...
1: Going back to Jamaica, Mom.
3: That's got to do with reggae, I assume? Oh, yes. Okay. Is it's it reggae? Bob Marley's birthday. Bob Marley's birthday. Bob
1: Marley's birthday. <laughs> birthday is February 6th. It's a national holiday in Jamaica. need to brush Question up. Question number four. Now, you should know this one. Fair and enough. And if you don't, we're going to get a ruler and smack you across the forehead. Who is the most famous left-handed guitarist?
3: Oh, Hendrix, without a doubt.
1: Of course. See? I
2: threw you one song. I threw you one. <laughs> Shout out to Columbus' own Willie Phoenix, too. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Much Can't respect to though. Mr. Can't Phoenix. Um, and question number
1: five to close out the five questions with Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare. mayonnaise or miracle whip?
2: Miracle whip all day. Well, I think he's right. I got to go with uh, Dustin on this one.
1: Oh you're breaking my heart Donald. man I grew up
3: in Ross County like uh, <laughs> all the name brand like you know it's not real mayonnaise it's Miracle Whip like that's where I'm that's where I came from man I,
1: I just it's Sandwiches isn't sandwich. In a
2: sandwich without it well, Oh, awesome. Sandwiches isn't a sandwich without
1: Hellman's mayonnaise mm-hmm. I, I
2: think
1: real mayonnaise mayo uh, no it's just personal so. preference
2: uh,
1: I've always I, I've, I've tried Miracle Whip I'm not a real big fan of it but that's just me and we do have one question from uh, one of our readers, listeners, uh, on the Facebook page. They asked, how is Dustin Reinhardt still so good looking? <laughs> um,
3: I would have to say my fiancé probably helps me out with that. She dresses me most of the time. So uh, Mirawip,
2: Miracle Whip's not involved at all? Mi- no, Miracle okay. Miracle no Miracle Whip. No Miracle Whip and his fiance dresses him.
3: She keeps me looking young and cool. Otherwise, I'd probably dress like, you know, suburban dad or something. I don't know.
1: Well, you kind of got, you got that, <laughs> that, that, that groomed beard look going on, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. I, I managed to not
2: scare too many people when I leave the house. So. Can't go wrong with <laughs> denim. The move to denim's big, too. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, the was, move. It's making a move. comeback. <laughs> it's
1: cyclical. Cyclical. It is. Everything it is. Is. is cyclical. I still have a denim jacket here somewhere from like the '80s. And hey, man, you know
3: what never goes out of style? Black leather and denim. That's right. Saxon knows. Never. And knee hole jeans, baby,
1: knee hole jeans. Nope, see them. I'm wearing mine right now <laughs> because that's how I roll. It.
2: Organic, cool too, yeah.
1: Well, we have we have come to the end of the show, which gives me a set. There he goes, oh. one of God's own prototypes.
0: A high powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die.
1: And so it ends. The Cat Club, Cat Club podcast, I can speak. Uh, for another week, I want to thank Dustin Reinhardt of Daymare for thank joining you. us in the studio today.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Patrick Marekas, my brother's resident in Portchester. I'm Rick Gethin. Be sure to check out Bossy Girls Pinup Joint, 2598 North High Street in Columbus. We'll be back next week.
0: Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.